Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, my name is Dave Taylor. And thanks for checking us out. You can find us as we're FM 99's and 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. You can find us at FM99.com or 106.9thefox.com under the media tab. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. And hopefully, I don't know how you're finding us tonight, but uh, however you listen to your podcast, you can search ESPR Wrestling. So maybe if you're listening on SoundCloud or uh, TuneIn, uh, you can also find us on Stitcher, Apple. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, some of those spots you can relieve, uh, you can <laughs> relieve, you can give us a review. Five-star review would be great. Thank you for checking us out as uh, we've been doing this for a number of years, over 240 episodes of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And if you're new to the podcast, make sure you check out some classic episodes. We've had some interviews over the last uh, number of years. Seth Rollins has been on the show, Drew McIntyre. We've had Big E on the show more recently. Paul Heyman's been on the show. Mark Henry. Gilberg's been on the show. We've had Gilberg. Mick Foley's been on the show. The Miz, a two-time guest of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. So check out some classic episodes and uh, subscribe, follow. Make sure you stay up to date. So uh, sometimes we do go live on Facebook and Twitter, and we will do that next week with a preview of WWE Elimination Chamber. And we will go live not immediately after the pay-per-view next week. But we will go live a few hours after that just because of the time change and everything else with that show. I would not catch the beginning of that show. But we would do a live preview of that show a day or two before next week. So make sure you check that out. We will be live on Facebook and Twitter. And make sure you get the notifications when we do that. So tonight, as I record this on Wednesday, uh, a big night for AEW Wrestling. And Tony Khan, a couple of days ago, you know, talked about the Forbidden Door and all this other stuff. And Tony tweeted, and I'm not going to mention the name he mentioned, but as one of the guys um, he signed on Sunday, he says, I realized after the fact that Friday night I butchered my own definition of Forbidden Door in hyping tonight. I heard the fans' feedback I want to ensure that tonight was a special AEW Dynamite for all. Thank you, everyone who watched. Now, won't know the ratings for AEW until tomorrow. And I'll, I'll be curious. Uh, I know they've been hovering uh, above, below the one million mark. And I do wonder here if, uh, if uh, with the arrival of what we had tonight, of the Limitless one, if that's going to bring them back over a million. But it still kind of shocks me. And I know, you know, there's Olympics and everything else going on, uh, which, you know, give terrible numbers to uh, Raw and NXT this week because uh, they got moved around to sci-fi and everything else, and people are probably trying to find the show, figure out what was going on. Is uh, Last week, AEW had the big CM Punk MJF match which did not get a million viewers. And that that completely shocked me because that, that's a match they've hyped up incredibly well 
doing such a great job with that, but somehow didn't didn't pull in the big numbers. Now they did continue that story a little bit tonight, not directly, but uh, MJF did kind of do a, a celebration of sorts in defeating CM Punk. But uh, you know, we can kind of figure at some point as uh, CM Punk shockingly teamed up with John Moxley tonight, defeating FTR. Uh, you know, he's going to Punk will probably catch in this anytime, anywhere clause against MJF. Uh, you know, probably probably it all out in Chicago. I mean, that would make sense. So we'll see when that happens. But yeah, that's one of the headlines tonight is CM Punk and John Moxley teamed up. Yes, a surprise appearance from Moxley tonight, defeating FTR. Uh, another big surprise tonight. Uh, the inner circle at a team meeting. So uh, there's some, dis- you know, dissensions among the ranks there in uh, Santana, who you know kind of cut this heelish promo on Chris Jericho, but he gave love to the crowd. He, uh, you know, seems to be the baby face in this, and then Jericho, the whole influencer line, um, you know, seems like he's going in the heel route uh, with this, especially, uh, you know, telling uh, Sammy uh, Guevara to, to pipe down too. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, you also had tonight was two women matches and AEW Dynamite, which is very rare. Uh, Serena Deeb winning her match, and then uh, TBS champion uh, Jade uh, Cargill winning and uh, putting on the uh, the muscular display. Um, you know, some people complain she's green or whatever else. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it does uh, make for a good story. We'll see where this goes. And hopefully over time, you know, she can connect with the audience. I think sometimes she does, and sometimes... I think because she's still kind of new, I think not everybody has taken to her for, you know, for whatever reason it is. I mean, some people just don't connect or whatever else, and they're out there all the time. And But, you know, she's only wrestled, like, you know, it's got a handful of TV matches. I think it's going to take time. Um, I'm bearing the lead. I'm getting there. Uh, Adam Page, uh, the Phoenix Lance Archer in a Texas death match. And, um, you know, if you love your blood, this is going to be the uh, kind of match you want to see. And um, Adam Page won. Is he having the best title reign of uh, anybody in AEW that's uh, held that title? Um, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of become the forgotten guy. Like, I was at the Norfolk show uh, right after the pay-per-view. And the crowd seemed to love it. It seemed to be a big thing. He had the setup with Daniel Bryan that night. And I don't know if him doing the match with Daniel Bryan and then doing the time limit, maybe that didn't help him. Maybe that's why the, you know, the, the buzz isn't there on his title reign. And just, I mean, it was big, like, you know, the night that it happened. But uh, since then, it just seems different. And I don't know what it is. Uh, Adam Cole, by the way, uh, stepping up in line that, uh, you know, he's going to be challenging Adam Page to a match down the road. So we got Adam versus Adam for the AEW world title coming up down the road. Now, uh, two debuts tonight. 
And and I think you know I, I think we were kind of uh, set up a little bit because the first uh, debut was Jay White. Jay White uh, showing up in AEW tonight. And if you're not familiar with Jay White, and if you want to talk about the uh, Forbidden Door and everything else, he's a, a former IWGP heavyweight champion and also a Bullet Club guy. So pretty uh, cool debut tonight. And then they set us up thinking like, oh, he's, he's going uh, to wrestle tonight. That's what's going to happen. But instead, no, no, no. No, Isaiah Cassidy was uh, out there to wrestle. And who did he take on? Well, it was Limitless Keith Lee making his debut, looking like a huge star. And, and he looks like he put on a few pounds as well. Uh, but I, I mean that in the good way. Like he's bulked up a bit. Considering everything he went through towards the name of his WWE run. But uh, he looked great. He looked like a star. Uh, just the way he threw Isaiah Cassidy around. And uh, the crowd loves it. Now, well, you know, is he going to keep this momentum showing up, kicking butt? Time will tell. I mean, you know, the internet uh, wrestling committee, if you will, uh, you know, starting uh, the worry that AEW is almost getting too stacked. You know, almost like the problem that, like, you know, WWE had with all their talent and NXT and WWE, and, you know, they're not releasing wrestlers, but now that they got, you know, the guys that they want to have, a lot of these lower card guys, you know, their contracts are up, just not going to get renewed. Now, will there be the same buzz for that, like all the WWE releases that we got in the last year? I guess we'll see over time. I mean, you know, the big names, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere, but it's the other guys, and we'll just see what happens. And see many dark uh, matches that we get, um, you know, they're uh, pre-Dynamite taping. Because, uh, man, they tape a lot of those matches. <laughs> a ton of those matches. If you ever go to a uh, Dynamite taping, uh, they tape before that. Uh, and then after, of course, they tape Rampage. So you, you get a ton of wrestling in one hour. Which is amazing that the crowd can stay hot the whole time. And uh, I don't know if it's just the structure of the show, because if you go to a WWE show and like if you saw Raw on Monday and they probably did this differently because they knew they were on sci-fi. So they were going to, you know, give away, you know, all the all the free wrestling on sci-fi. Uh, you get a lot more talk segments now, especially on SmackDown. So, you, you know, you get so many matches, you know, four or five matches, you know, it seems like if that, um, you know, and guys making dual appearances. I mean, you had. uh the Alpha Academy, and you had RK Bro in a couple of segments on Monday. I mean, the quiz segment was fun, and it worked out, you know, I guess for the Denver audience. But then you had those guys, you know, wrestling later on. And then the uh, the big tag match at the end of the night. And I, and I guess, you know, are they setting up for Rollins to fight Kevin Owens again at Mania? But, uh, you know, for Rollins and... Uh, Kevin Owens to win that match. I wasn't kind of expecting that, considering that RK Bro has a, a title rematch, but uh, that's the way that went down. Let me jump back to AEW before, before I forget here for a second. Sorry to, to jump on it here, but uh, the Keith Lee debut. 
The one thing that uh, kind of cracked me up about this, now it was great, the excitement, everything else, the anticipation, who's it going to be? And a lot of people were thinking, like, uh, you know, it's going to be Jeff Hardy. But, uh, you know, Jeff's not in his uh, 90 days. Uh, the one thing also I liked tonight was uh, CM Punk tweeting out to Samoa Joe, basically asking him, hey, what, what's going on? Getting a lot of people uh, excited for that, which, by the way, I'd love to see Samoa Joe in AEW. And I saw a clip, Impact did post some Samoa Joe stuff a couple of days ago. Which, by the way, Impact got some good stuff going on as of late. We haven't watched him lately. Uh, picking up some things. You got Lance Storm's going to be going over there. But uh, they posted a video of uh, Samoa Joe doing a thing where you know, the guy jumps on the top rope and he, you know, doing a moonsault or flip or whatever. And Joe just walks away and the guy completely misses. Anyways, I digress. Uh, but that was one of the things with um, Keith Lee's de- debut was, you know, is it going to be Keith? Uh, you know, some people excited for that. Um, you know, a couple of negative comments, but it's the internet. It is what it is. But, um, you know, Jeff Hardy uh, could have been him. You know, a lot of people were thinking like like Shane McMahon was going to show up. I mean, Shane's not going to go to the AEW out of spite or whatever else. I mean, however, that went down last week with uh, him basically being uh, sent home. After the rumble, but this is speculation, uh, and you know, it, it drew some great interest to tonight's show. And they were smart about it because in the past, like the the Punk debut, obviously that was going to be at the beginning of the show because they're in Chicago, and that show would have gotten hijacked. But uh, I, I thought it was a, it's a great way to build it up tonight because he had the good segments with MJF and then uh, Wardlow's match, and then he finally, you know, you got oh here, you know, here's uh, Jay White, and then. And then bang, and then uh, here's Keith Lee coming out. So I'm going to be curious in the numbers, uh, and then see how they keep that momentum going up next week. So he's back to Raw. And, um, you know, you've got a lot of guys doing multiple segments, which has kind of been a thing for a while, especially during the pandemic because they were, like, shorthanded. But uh, tonight, or the Monday night, with the uh, you know the, the pop quiz, and then you had uh, it's a couple of talk segments and everything else. So we will uh, with the, the Mysterios now and then Miz, and is that really the next thing that we're getting out of them? I guess so. Um, but uh, we have Elimination Chamber coming up next week, and um, you know a lot of people were like, 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 why does Goldberg get a shot at Roman Reigns? Well, Goldberg has a deal for the Saudi shows to make appearances in. So every time there's a Saudi show, yes, uh, we're going to get a Goldberg appearance. However, from reports that I've read, is that this is his final deal for the Saudi shows. And we're getting the match we were supposed to get two years ago. Hard to believe that was going to be two years ago. With Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Remember, we are supposed to get that match at Mania. You know, after Goldberg uh, destroyed Bray Wyatt. Painful moment for some people, I know. Uh, and uh, Goldberg ended up taking on Braun Strowman in a match which basically looked like the exact same match from Drew McIntyre fighting Brock Lesnar. And uh, <laughs> so will this match go more than a couple minutes? You know, is is uh, Reigns going to spear him? Is he going to? You know, choke Goldberg out. Like, if that happens, I think this has to be Goldberg's last match. Like, it would be 
the the passing of the torch in some way. I mean, it's going to get passed regardless here. It, whatever torch that Goldberg still has left. But uh, maybe, maybe that's how it goes. And, and maybe this is Goldberg's last moment, or maybe he's got one more moment at Mania. I mean, the name still has some value despite uh, what some people say. But, uh, you know, WWE likes to familiar names, as uh, we've seen in the past, especially with the Mania season coming up. Uh, you know, they always like to get some names in there that uh, the casual fans going to see and be like, oh, this guy's wrestling. This person. So, which makes me wonder, um, I don't see Lita beating Becky Lynch at Elimination Chamber, but I, I do see maybe Lita in a match at Mania. I mean, having a two-night show, there's a better chance for some of these matches to happen unless they're going to, you know, throw everybody in the tag match. Or well, they even do the Battle Royal last year, right? They did the Battle Royal on... Uh, at SmackDown a couple days prior to that. Um, and you got uh, Drew McIntyre back from his injury fighting Mad Cat Moss. I don't think anybody cares. Uh, of course, you got um, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship with uh, Lashley, Lesnar, uh, Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, AJ Styles. And um, I mean, I mean I, I'll be shocked if Brock doesn't win this match. I really don't want to see a title for title match. At Mania, I mean, let him fight Roman. That's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, love to see some of these other guys. Or Lashley retain. Would be great. So we'll see how they handle that. Um, you got the tag match and SmackDown side. And then you got the woman's side. And I guess we'll find out Monday who the final participant is. You got Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, and Nikki A.S.H. So we'll see if Asuka returns. Is it going to be Alexa Bliss that is uh, going to be in the chamber match? We'll find out uh, next week. And then, you know, probably early pick. Uh, if it's not Bianca, Rhea Ripley at this point fighting Becky at Mania, which I think would be a good match. Uh, the thing, of course, I, I thought the segment was really out on Friday. Was And, and maybe this is the thing that they're getting to with Naomi and Sonya Deville. But Sonya Deville and... Uh, in the Charlotte segment, and it was just weird saying that, uh, yeah, um, Ronda's uh, challenged Becky Lynch. It's going to be Becky Lynch versus uh, Ronda, which is almost like it, it just seemed so odd. It just didn't make any sense unless it was just a way of, like, Sonya, like, protecting Charlotte. And maybe there'll be more of that uh, this week when uh, Charlotte fights Naomi for the title. Because the segment just seemed kind of odd. And then Ronda came out and said, no, I'm, I'm challenging you, Charlotte. And and that's the match we're going to get at Mania, which probably means uh, next year, because Ronda has a deal that's going to last just over a year, that she'll fight Becky at that WrestleMania. So that's what we're going to probably get, which probably means Ronda's winning at this Mania. Is she going to carry the title for a year? I guess we will see. With that, but there are some at least some match possibilities. I mean, she could fight Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. Those would be some pretty good matches, and uh, even like Dewdrop. Um, just we'll see. And whoever's on the SmackDown roster that she could fight, of course, she'll destroy like Queen Zelina and, uh, and Carmella if they even wrestle at all. But anyways, that's I guess your preview preview <laughs> elimination chamber, which next week we will. Dissect that show with a live preview on our Facebook and our Twitter page. So one more segment left. Going to do some emails here. 
And you can always email ESPR at FM99.com. That's ESPR at FM99.com. And Ed writes in, is Chad Gable at his best right now? I really love Monday's segment, and the crowd seems to be loving booing him as well. Ed, that is a great email. Uh, Chad Gable, who, uh, remember that Shorty G disaster? Uh, he was the guy I was worried that was going to get cut. It just didn't go so well, but the guy has reinvented himself. The Elf Academy is working. Uh, the Otis character change. I was a little worried at first how that was going to go over. It is great now, and it's almost like they tried to make him sympathetic because he knew the answers to the quiz. Um, <laughs> but Chad's character is great. A little over the top with the whole buzzer action and everything else, but uh, it's long overdue for this guy because he's one of the best wrestlers they have in WWE. Uh, he's he's fun to watch wrestle, not when he's with shorter G, but uh, the other stuff, just uh, the strength of this guy and the skill that he possesses uh, does not get enough credit. And I see these guys, uh, yeah, I don't know the direction of RK-Bro is going to go because they're really over with the audience right now, and I don't see a breakup. But knowing WWE, you know, it'll break them up at their peak or whatever else. Um, but uh, for Chad Gable, it's, it's just been great to watch him these last uh, couple of months. Gary in Greensboro, North Carolina writes in, and this is interesting, just talking about breakups. Do you see the New Day breaking up after the uh, reunion of Big E? And Kofi, um, Gary, I don't see these guys going their own way because they didn't have single runs. Um, their title runs, unfortunately, weren't great. Uh, and I've been still debating to myself who had the better title reign, uh, Big E or Kofi. I, I still lean towards Big E only because he did get a clean win over Drew McIntyre in the Saudi show, but uh, his record was uh, below 500. Uh, Kofi's not much better. I mean, he should have had definitive wins over AJ Styles and Randy Orton, and that really didn't happen. And for both of those guys to lose their titles to uh, to to Brock, uh, I, I don't see them going unless somebody really turns heel and and they really step on the gas with a character. That's the only way it's going to work. But I think you know what they did. I just uh, didn't work out. Uh, no fault of their own. I just think how the uh, the booking went down. Again, you can always email us, ESPR at FM99.com. So thanks for checking us out this episode. Again, next week we'll go live on Facebook and Twitter. It's at ESPR99. And we'll do a preview of WWE Elimination Chamber running through the uh, card and um, we'll see if anything else gets added. Right now, they got six matches announced for that show, but we'll review that, preview that show next week and then do a review of it uh, later on the day that after that the show ends. Give everybody a chance to watch it because the uh, the time change and everything else as it comes on early in the day. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter again at ESPR99. So make sure you get your notifications ready so when we go live, you can be able to uh, check in with the show. And love to hear from you too. Appreciate that, especially on our Facebook page, uh, some of the content that we uh, post from time to time. Again, you can find us, uh, and you did somehow, however you're listening to us, on the podcast apps, uh, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google. Give us a review in the spots that you can. We appreciate that. Again, thanks for listening this week, and make sure, as always, you eat, sleep, podcast, and...
Repeat. Have a good night, everybody.